today we are talking to Peter Stromberg. Hi, Peter. Hi there. So Peter is a product manager with a strong technical knowledge and he's working on Calva. So let's start with a simple question. What is Calva? Yeah, so let me give you the elevator pitch. So Calva is an easy to start with and easy to use closure and closure script development environment written as an extension to Visual Studio Code. All right. So what does it support as an environment for coding? Yeah, so first of all, it brings the closure REPL into VS Code. It's doing this uh, via NREPL and the Orchard uh, things that Bosidar Batsov has provided. So then it has like code evaluation, so various uh, kinds of uh, code evaluations you can show you the results of the in, of the revelation inline and it can uh, paste it or copy it to the clipboard for you and it can replace the code with the results of the elevation it can also send this uh, evaluation to a REPL prompt and get it pretty printed and stuff like that it also, and it also uses the REPL to give you code navigation so you can click on symbols and get to the files where they are. And you can also just hover over the symbols and get a uh, lookup of the documentations. And then also it's like providing everything closure uh, for you in, in, in VS Code. So it does the syntax highlighting. It is the closure formatter. Uh, so everything like that. And it also has support for structural editing mostly through par edit, some little par infer in there, but it's par edit mostly. And it has a test runner. Yeah, I think that's it. Well, how, so that's about how about it. linter? <laughs> yeah, it has a linters uh, uh, for now. Uh, it, it's, using, uh, it's using Joker, uh, but uh, right now it's, it's, things are happening on this uh, area. So there is this new, uh, um, tool called CLJ Condo, uh, and people are building uh, extensions with that. So I think, yeah, just a few days ago it was uh, released another extension with using CLJ Condo, and it looks good. Uh, I think it's Marco Moraine that makes it. Makes it. So I, I'm probably going to to evict the linter out of Calva and just I'll either bundle this new extension because you can do that. Uh, or, or maybe just advise people use that for, for linter because linting is really important and it needs a focus of its own, I think. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is a lot of things uh, that actually this extension does. Are there anything that it doesn't do? Yeah, yeah lots of things. That I think of uh, Calva's pretty bare bones, actually. But uh, so of the major things uh, that it doesn't do, it would be there is no debugger. Uh, there is some kind of uh, debugging you, you get when, when you're using Clojure script. So the uh, the Chrome debugger uh, is actually there. But, but it seems like the Clojure compiler or something is, uh, is not making what the what the debugger really needs. So this uh, this uh, this is less less there than when you would when you would want to, and it's very erratic. Uh, 
so okay, so no debugger actually, <clears throat> and there is also yet no refactoring uh, support, which I think is not too hard to to add via and REPL refactor, but it's not there, and for lots of reasons, uh, there is the the par infer is not really there. It's uh, you don't have smart mode and stuff like that, and then I don't know what what are other. Um, environments like cursive and stuff like that they have lots of features uh, i guess and this, is, this is what i was wondering like how does it compare to other ids i you know maybe it's a better question even to ask what's the what is what is the standard set of like environment that it needs to support but from all those things that you mentioned i think it does quite a lot yeah so there was actually someone uh, joining the calvadev uh, uh, channel on, on Slack the other day that said that oddly this really supports my workflow. So I guess you know I guess the basics are there, and depending on what your workflow look uh, looks like, it has or hasn't the exact match for 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 your workflow. Um, so it's it's not that I don't think it's it's usable. It is really for me it's really productive. Um, uh, so but still. Uh, there is lots of um, things uh, that you know a more mature uh, tool like cider and cursive. So I, I think they they are my inspiration, but you know, it's, it can't really compare uh, to those. But on the other hand, Emacs comes with a lots of um, configuration and and the learning curve. It's very uh, people know about that one. And IntelliJ, it's, I mean, it's good. It's a really a great environment, uh, but but it's it's pretty heavy. So Calva mm. uh, takes a kind of a different approach. It tries tries to leverage uh, uh, this super nice editor VS Code, and, and and that editor is really easy easy to use and has lots of feature making it easy to use. The, the UX is just there. Most people find it very natural to work with it. So and then Calva can just build on top on that and like almost for free get easy to use. So I think that's uh, that's uh, one of the uh, differences here. Uh, in a way, I, I guess cursive is is also like easy to use. And I'm not saying that Calva is the only one, uh, but it's not, Calva is reasonably lightweight. I mean, or VS Code rather is reasonably lightweight. My machine. This is no machine can't really cope with Emacs and IntelliJ in a very good way. It can run several uh, Calva uh, sessions, so I can have like three, four projects open at the same time. No problem. Right. So you mentioned development workflow. So before maybe we go there, why did you create Calva? Yeah. So um, I guess. The reason I created was really that I needed uh, I needed something uh, that worked on my machine, and I, I really really like uh, VS Code myself, so that was uh, like natural choice. But the existing extensions on, on on VS Code for Clojure really didn't cut it. Either they didn't really work with Clojure script or or uh, as with one of the extension, it was abandoned. So so it, if something didn't work, it would continue to not work. Uh, so it was, it was like I had a choice to get used to 
to do using something that really didn't work for me. Uh, but so I, my grandmother taught me to never get used to anything. So that was her her like gift to me. She said, Peter, never get used to anything. Because to her it meant like if you get used to something, that means it wasn't really enough uh, good uh, to begin with. So you should strive to to solve some stuff instead of getting used to them. So that's what I, I guess I did in this. Yeah, so it's awesome advice. But I, that's, I guess what I did here, it was okay. So uh, let's um, let's um, create something. So I created uh, Calva from Visual Closure, the one that was the most matching my needs, but it was abandoned. So then I forked it and that's Calva. That's a start of Calva. Okay. So, yeah, so that was the reason I, I, I created it. But then after I created it, people started to to use it. And maybe I didn't really expect it that way. But like with me, lots of people new to Clojure tried, tried to do it with the editor they were using. And lots of people are using VS Code. So then lots of beginners started to, to use uh to, to, to use Calva, so that sort of get got the attention from from the closure community in that way. So this is promising because it's it's uh, seems to be the right thing for 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 the new uh, new users of closure. So I guess that's you know that has become the reason for for Calva to be and the reason that where by I and Others also are putting work into it because it seems to be this great uh, uh, way to support people just trying out the language and trying to get it a closure a bit more sticky because maybe when you start to do it and it's too much uh, other problems, maybe you drop it and pick up some other cool language. So if you can make it really easy to to start and keep using uh, closure, then I think we we're going to be able to uh, grow the user base. Right. So you mentioned you created Calva for yourself. So can you just give me a bit more description? Like, so who would be the Calva for? Like, if it's for yourself, what kind of, uh, I don't know, group of developers are you targeting? Is there any specific uh, set? Yeah, it, that would be like the VS Code users in, in a lot sure. of ways. So if you're using VS Code, you like that, and you want to use Clojure, uh, then you should be able to uh, to be using that editor. So that's one like one way of cutting it. But yeah, so really the focus is on making it really easy to start with using uh, uh, closure with with Calva. So it's it's this this beginner of closure. I mean that's that's the main persona. Uh, there. Even if we're not, I I, I don't want to do it as a sacrifice of it not being really useful for. For someone who wants to use it daily and no nose closure, uh, because that's important as well. But but uh, the main persona, the the main the main the main person I see when I when I work with closure uh, with Calvin and try to make it better is this new user. Okay, so how how is this picked up by by the new users? Uh, so um, Calva has you know not been that easy. Uh, to to start with for many people because it has been demanded that you know about how to set up the dependencies for nrepl and figwheel and everything like that 
Uh, so, and looked at uh, cider. So with cider, if, if let's assume you know you know Emacs and you have Emacs and you, then you install, install cider and then you just can jack into any product. You start you start so easily uh, with a new with a new product using uh, product using something like cider. So recently we have added that to to Calva. So it has this that it can start the the REPL for you, and it injects all the dependencies needed and everything. So it's 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 really like if you want to uh, try out Closure. So assuming you have installed Java and the things that you know Closure right. needed there, then you open up VS Code. You you, you look up uh, find uh, find you find Calva in the extension the pane there and you install it. And then you you open your project directory and you do the command for jacking in, as we call it, you know, starting the, the REPL. So that's a, just a command. And you, then you wait mm-hmm. a bit for, for the REPL to start, and then it will open up a REPL window for you, and, and, it, and it will also back all, all, all the edit, okay. edit or file editors for you. So it, it's, it's, um, it's really easy to, uh, to, to start uh, with. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so- Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I just wanted to ask. So when you when you say you just need to install it, so you I would search for the extension in my VS Code, and yep. then I'll type Calva, and then I'll just get the package. But there's really a lot of extensions for Closure itself. So you need to search for Calva, and then which Calva should I use? Yeah. So it's a bit of confusion there right now. Both, as you say, it's lots of closure extensions there, and those some of them are not maintained anymore and everything like that. And uh, then there are also, I think, four extensions with the name Calva in them. Uh, but so, so uh, really, you should look for uh, that Calva with a with a logo that's not closure doesn't have the closure uh, uh, logo in it. So because uh, Richiki doesn't like when the closure logo is used inside some other icon. So that's why the Calva logo doesn't have the, the, the closure logo. So I got help from this guy, Eccentric J, to design this new new symbol. Mm-hmm. So this um, would be this, uh, the parent logo on the outside and some kind of a, like a liquid inside, like brownish yeah. liquid? The brownish liquid, so that uh, uh, liquid is Calvados. So it's okay. uh, it's a, a spirit that uh, that it's distilled from cider. So that's why it's named Calva. All right. So yeah. So we install this one, and then when I open my, you mentioned when I open my like file or anything, I need to check yeah. in. So in VS Code, we could use this uh, so this command shift P, and then I can say check in. Yeah. Uh, or Okay. Yeah. So the the, the the command palette in VS Code is, I mean, it's really good for finding commands. I think if you use an Atom or Sublime or something like that, it's right. the same. So it's very it's very easy to find. So if if you know that you're looking for Jack in, then you just type Jack in, and it will find that command for you. If you if you know that it would be like the name Repl in it, so I try to name the commands such that you will find them. In whatever way you you search for them, but that's the command you should uh, issue. Or if you if you're using the you know, com- keyboard shortcuts, is Control Alt C and then Control Alt J or okay. Option if if you're using a Mac that calls it an Option mm-hmm. key. 
And then so, the jacking will start and we try to see what kind of project you have there. So if it figures it out, oh, this is a lining in project, then we'll ask you if you want to start only lining in or, mm-hmm. or lining in uh, supporting fig wheel or uh, lining in supporting fig wheel domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, or if it see that it's a shadow cell.js uh, project, it will, yeah, then it will actually skip some of the prompts and just ask you which, uh, which build you want to you wanna compile. And start to and then start to watch it. So and it has support also for uh, uh, tool steps. So if it finds this depths file, it will prompt you and say, okay, so you want to s- start this with closure main, or uh, with support for figure and figure main again. So that's uh, that's how it works. So it's it's easy. just you you just issue this jack in command, and then you get a few prompts that you answer. And Cal will remain remember these prompts. The, what you said. So the next time you jack into the same product, you will just have to hit hit enter two or three times on mm-hmm. the prompts. All right. So now we have our project open. We jacked in, and what will be the like your workflow when working with Calval? Like, are there any maybe tips and tricks, some commands that we could use, or? Yeah. So okay. So let's see. We start with the commands uh, we use. We have mentioned this command palette. So that's how you find. Uh, the commands and 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 Calva has, as you mentioned, these commands that you know support most of the workflow. So it has commands for for uh, uh, evaluating code uh, and lots of this. The functionality also just is standard VS Code commands. So VS Code has this command for looking up documentation. So then Calva just like, hooks in there, and so if you Look at the documentation in a JavaScript file, and you know how to do it in Calva. So, uh, so, so you have all, all that, and for like evaluating things, I mean that's the main thing you, I do in my workflow anyway. Then you have, as we mentioned before, you have you know, commands for evaluating it in line. So that's something I picked up from from Cider. I think is really for me really really useful because just evaluating. Uh, symbol or something and i can see the result in, inside the editor mm-hmm. and it will also print this result in in a in an output pane pretty printed if you like mm-hmm. and then there is commands for for evaluating the current form and then it has like a way to figure out the, the current form so if you are just adjacent to a, an opening bracket then mm-hmm. it will be that uh, expression that is evaluated, or if you're in the middle of a symbol, it will, will be that one. So it, it finds finds out which is the current form, and it will evaluate that one. It also have a command for commands for evaluating the the current top level form. And I know this is a bit uh, confusing to some people. When they hear top level, they think it's the top form in the file, but that's not it. It's it's in a structural way the top level form. So it's the defs and defens and those forms most often mm-hmm. uh, so if you if you issue this and then we can come to this workflow maybe more uh, then what I do as I like you said you jack in and then the REPL window uh, opens and then I open some file in my project the one I'm going to work with and then you need to load that file so that's the first thing you do you load it and then to the REPL knows about everything in it and compiles everything and compiles the dependencies of that file and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then you 
what I do is, okay, so this is the function I want to work. Maybe it's a new function. Then I start writing that function and uh, maybe just a stub of it. And then I evaluate it top level. So if I have my cursor inside it, I evaluate top level form and then it evaluates this function. And what I do then is I'd like, I, I enter a comment form below this function that I'm working with. And then I write something that tests this function. And then I issue this top level form evaluation again. And that one is like, it will consider the comment a new top, uh, top level. So it will, you can use this top level form inside comment, uh, like if it was the top level of the file. So then I mm -hmm. use this command and I write a few tests of my, my function. And then I go back to my function and, and, and add uh, 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 new stuff or correct stuff or whatever. And then I evaluate that function again, top level. And then I go down to the command, try it again, write uh, some new code testing until the function is done. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, for me, I convert some of these comments to to unit tests or something like that. And okay. um, uh, so so that's that's my main workflow. I know other people work more with a with a REPL prompt. So Calva has that as well. Uh, okay. So yeah, it's uh, depending on, on, on the kind of work you have. But for me, it's yeah, mostly it's... inside the editor all the time. Right. Uh, just the one question about the formatter. Uh, does, yeah. the, does the does the formatter support like uh, formatting on save? So you know, I save the file, he will like reformat. Almost actually, uh, okay. it, it is it is like so. This code only gives um, the uh, the extension making the formatting a certain amount of time to do it. So most often the formatting takes a bit too much time, so it won't do it. But that's really less of a problem because Calva keeps all the time keeps your code formatted. So there's very seldom any new formatting to be done on save. Uh, and so mostly what you do in Calva is that you hit the tab key because that will that one will format the current and closing form. So if you're in a let form, it will mm -hmm. format that one. Or if you're in a defin, uh, it will format uh, that one. So even sometimes when you need to format something, you just hit tab and it will it will format things. So it's very seldom that this um, um, format on save it, it really matters because because the code is formatted all the time. Okay. So if I'm using Calva and I am, let's say I have some questions about it, like how do I get support if there is anything I come up with and I just don't know how to do it? Yeah. So so the best thing to do then is to to go into Slack, the closure in Slack and and uh, the uh, the Slack channel there, Calva Dev. Uh, it's a bit funny that it's called Calva Dev because it was created actually for for me trying to get focus on development of Calva, but then. All people users found it as well, so now it's both. But that's pretty good actually, because then the users actually see Calva being developed at the same time. Uh, so that's uh, where you go, and it's uh, it's very in style with any closure community place. So it's very friendly and very helpful. Uh, so it's uh, it, it's the best way uh, to 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 get help. Uh, I also. And uh, of course, check any issues uh, uh, filed on, on GitHub. So lots of people mm -hmm. ask for help that way. 
and mm-hmm. I, I don't go tell them to to ask somewhere else. So I, I help them there instead. Uh, so you, you can use, but I really prefer going to uh, this Slack channel, Calvadev, and and asking for uh, for people. And I, and I will tell you uh, if if I want an issue uh, filed on it. Then okay. So cool. and, and I'm very so, I'm very active there. So it's uh, it's. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very seldom you will have to wait for very long for answers. Yeah. I mean, you just mentioned that you created this channel for development. So yeah. how you how 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 what are the pieces of Calval? How did you stitch this together? Yeah. Okay. So there are like two two aspects to development of anything like this, I guess. Uh, so it's one of the one you're asking what what's keeping it together, but it's also like. How how is it managed? Like so, right. stewardship, if you like, because I mean that's really that's a really important part of of this. And I, I have chosen to like steward the Calva project inspired by Botsdarbatsov and Thomas Heller, because you know so so the one guy who makes cider and the other guy makes Shadow Sailjs, because you know they really you can really see that they work on, on this product, they take it really seriously, they care about their users, and they care about that the, their product is really supporting their users. So I, I make no other comparisons between me and them here. They <laughs> really seem to know what they're doing, but uh, 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 the, this style of, of managing the project with this active and um, present way of doing it that's what i'm trying to do with the calva so okay so that's kind of my main thing with this uh, stewardship of this i'm certainly the one trying to to define where calva is going and what it should be and stuff like that uh but i listen intently on 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 people um so and then we can which maybe to how what were the pieces that, that host it together and how you, how you actually develop and work on it. So let's look at uh, the different pieces making up Calva. We have mentioned that it uh, it uh, it relies on NREPL. So you have this uh, uh, NREPL client in, in in Calva. So it's uh, it's uh, socket uh, based and yeah yeah. So you need to know something about NREPL to uh, to work with it. And then there are parts of Calva uh, for built f- for the formatter uh, of, of, of Calva. Most of that is is um, written in Closure Script. Uh, so then you have this Closure Script uh, Shadow JS project that builds a small closure, uh, JavaScript library that the rest of uh, Calva then can use. That one is also used for for reading. Uh, uh, closure files because then you can use the CLJS reader um, to do that and then you also have um, I, I mentioned the formatter but then you also have this uh, par edit uh, part of, of Calva so that's a TypeScript um, project that actually was an extension of its own a while but uh, just um, inlined into Calva mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and then we also have this syntax highlighting, which is uh, actually an Atom uh, project. 
so if if you want to work with that, you need to know about TM language and regular expressions and stuff like that. And I would really, really welcome uh, someone who really likes that stuff to to come because I have this started uh, thing that I I have failed to finish because there's something with the regex that I I can't figure out. Um, so yeah, so you have uh, uh, lots of these pieces, and if you like, if you like the architecture guy, you can you can look at those pieces, or you can uh, maybe you know lots about uh, the VS Code integration stuff, then you can go there uh, and and work and work with it. So with the way you do the actual development is like when you have the product on your computer, you run npm install. And then you open the project in VS Code. You can do it another way as well. But anyway, so you open the project, and then you start three watchers. So you first, you start this Shadow JS watcher building the JavaScript library. It takes a little while because when you wait till it's finished, and then you start the TypeScript watcher. And that's really quick to start. And then you start a Webpack uh, watcher. All these are like these code commands for starting uh, a watcher and it will uh, give you a menu. So you, you have only these three there. You start them in this order. Mm -hmm. And then whenever you save uh, a file, the extensions will be, the extension will be rebuilt. And then you hit F5 or start the debugger. And what this code will do then, it's, it starts up a, a second ex um, instance of VS Code called call the extension host, uh, and that one will run your your build of uh, of uh, Calvin. So when you change something in one file, you save it, and then you restart uh, uh, this extension host, and then you test it uh, in that instance of of, of VS Code. So it's it, I mean, VS Code makes this really really easy uh, to to develop extensions. Uh, so then, right? They they may I mean Microsoft makes lots of good stuff. But this is really right. really good. It's really really easy to do it. And then uh, when you have it uh, running, then you can place breakpoints stuff like that. If it's in the TypeScript code, uh, you use the debugger, and it's really excellent. And uh, uh, if it's in the CLJ, uh, CLJS part of things, then you have the REPL. And it's jacked into the running Calva inside that extension host, just as you would mm -hmm. expect. Right. So just to back up, uh, so there are three instances you mentioned. One of them is in ClojureScript. One of them is in TypeScript. And the third one is mainly regular expressions. And if there will be people interested in regular expression, they should definitely check it out. And of course, any other parts of Calva, I think yeah. the help help uh, would be appreciated. But how many people are actually doing this uh, whole extension? <laughs> yeah, so that's mostly me. Uh, lately, I've gotten a bit more help uh, uh, than, than usual. And also for a, a few months, I had this help uh, from this guy, Matt Seddon, that I uh, wrote this uh, uh, REPL window as a completely, uh, com completely new uh, closure. And it's a full feature closure editor in a way, full feature. But anyway, it supports everything you need uh, for a for this uh, REPL window. Um, so, but I, I, otherwise, it's 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 me. Uh, I, I'm the one 
uh, doing uh, really most of the work. And then people send in uh, uh, PRs and stuff like that for people, for, mostly for things that are itching them. So that's the, the main uh, thing. So what I really would like is for someone or a few other people to more join uh, the development team or like so uh, there could be more. So then I have actually tried to encourage that by by creating this organization instead, better than tomorrow. So it's not Peter Stromberg making this, it's better than tomorrow making this, just to encourage people, okay, so you join this and then you join better than tomorrow and, and, uh, and the Calva team. Let's just stop for a second. What is better than tomorrow? <laughs> okay, let's stop with that. So better than tomorrow is, it's um, so I'm very inspired by this kaizen. So kaizen is right. Japanese means better way, and it's a management philosophy for continuous improvement. improvement. So right. Every day you do it a bit better, and next day a bit better than that, and everything. So actually, it's like tomorrow is a bit better than today so that's that's the main flow but so this is very big at places like toyota for instance and but they can't only work with this even if like if you add 70 years of daily continuous improvements it will create uh, a revolution but you also need some some stuff to really change things quickly so then they have this other like matching philosophy and so kaikaku so that, that means right. revolutionary change so then that's when you do so that's what i had in mind when i <laughs> when i created this organization because we're trying to make something like that really moves uh the how closure how you work with closure uh, uh, in in VS Code, so then, but then mm. I got a bit, I overshot a bit. So then it was not better than yesterday. It was like right. better than tomorrow instead. But, but here I, we go. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm sure there were some like you know when you develop any kind of system and you're actually working on the developer tool. Uh, what were the biggest problems that you hit maybe while developing Kava? Yeah, so in the beginning, the biggest problem was that I really don't didn't know much about closure. So and closure script or uh, any of the tooling or stuff like that. So it was a bit like I was really, I didn't know what I was doing really, and that created, of course, a lot of uh, problems uh, for me because I asked stupid questions and everything. I mean, this community is really great. They, they don't tell you that you ask the stupid questions but anyway so it was a bit frustrating there in, in the beginning so much stuff to learn so that was a big thing uh in the beginning but then of course i started to know closure better and the tooling and everything understand that things were put together uh so then the main problem well shifted to having the time uh to work with you know it's the same with every open source project uh so finding uh, the time uh and that got, got a bit worse by me uh not making things easy enough to use mm. so then for a very long time there's lots of support for people i, I can't uh, uh, connect 
Calva, uh, and then it was the same thing all over and over again. Uh, so that was it's very like inspiring. Okay, let's try to fix this. Like let's let's try to make it easy to to connect to Calva to stop this uh, uh, inflow of uh, support requests and solve it with with making it easy to use. So that was a big driver for this jack-in functionality. Uh, and then also with this, uh, since it's a beginner, a lot of beginners picked it up. I wasn't really prepared for that, and I didn't know that that was going to happen. But that's what happened. Then you also get you know mixed in with this that Calva is not easy enough to use, and was not easy enough to use. I think it is now, uh, and they the users didn't know closure and what to expect and stuff like that. So then what's a that also created a lot of a lot of support and then you know shrunk the time i had to actually do the development mm. and also then you have different uh categories of users because not only beginners pick up calva also experts pick up calva and then may have a cider background or a cursive background come from proto apple or something like that with different expectations uh so that took also a while to to see this and able to categorize this and then i guess that one thing also that like derailed me a while was while i was like new to it and all these experts came in and told me how things should work and stuff like that for a while i was i wasn't the one driving so it was me like okay so he says this and then so but then when i figured things out more then I got more of whole hold of it and this knowing case okay, so and no, this is this is where it goes. So then I can sort out uh, among all these suggestions. I can filter out what is really the essence and what will actually bring Calva closer to where it's going. So that was uh, yeah, that was a really uh, lots of learning there in 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 order to see this that okay, so if I make it what everybody wants it to be then it, then it will be useless so i need to i need to have this idea of what it should be and and then use this all this feedback to to boost uh boost that right i think it's very inspiring sorry peter i mean you you said you didn't have a lot of like closure experience and all of this stuff and you just started to develop like you know i think one of the hardest, harder, harder, hardest thing to do actually is to develop a tool for developers, you know. And you just started with that, so I mean, kudos to you to actually uh, start starting this and doing this for such a long time, you know. Um, yeah, thank you. Where, yeah, where are you trying to take Calva for the next step? What's what's the what's the future? Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned, we have like seen this that you know. There's lots of these new users uh, that are trying out closure, closure using VS Code. So wherever uh, we put the effort, it will be mostly in that bin. So making it easier to start with, easier uh, to use. But at the same time, you, you want people to also be able to stay and use it once they have like figured things out. So it needs to be... 
it needs to be a good and productive tool as well then. Really, I your, I think your story is very inspiring that you just, you know, you started to learn closure and you just decided to write an extension. I think we can be, give a shout out to a few people. So Buster uh, for creating the cider, Thomas yeah. Heller for being so responsive and like showing how to do open source project. Uh, I don't know if I butchered his name, but for uh, Michel Borkent for creating yeah. the CLJ condo. Uh, yeah, you mentioned a couple of more, couple of more guys uh, <laughs> yeah. help you to develop. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I will forget uh, people if I start to to, right. to mention them. But uh, but Matt Seddon definitely for helping with this uh, 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 REPL window, uh, making it possible uh, inside VS Code, and also he was a uh, 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 main driver of this jacking feature. So I mean, he really. Uh, uh, really, really contributed in, in great ways, and and then all all these people uh, in in Calvadev that are helping me. Uh, it could be like on so many levels. So it's it, it's just not right. it's not just like uh, adding code or uh, uh, stuff like that. It's it's like testing stuff for me. That's a lot of the help I get. And also just helping me find my footing uh, at that time. So when I was uh, making, uh, uh, preparing for releasing these new Cal, it was even called Calva Two a while. Then uh, it was like the issues just piled up. It was like there was like exploding, and I was drowning. So I, I didn't really think that I would be able to. Pull through. That was soon. That was really. Well, I thought I'm oh, okay. Maybe I will never release this stuff. But then uh, <clears throat> Eric uh, Assam, you maybe know him on a slip set. Uh, he stepped in. He saw that and he stepped in and started to to mentoring me. So we had uh, a few sessions where he just like helped me sort things out. Maybe that thing is not as important as you think, Peter. Uh, so, so and then so we could like sort it out and see okay so these three are the major issues let's fix them uh, and then go forward so so that's also a way uh, you, you can help you can help in in, in so many maybe if if i may ask for uh, help here then one thing is just try calva have this beginner of closure focus so put that hat on and the shoes on of a new closure user, see if Calva seems to support that, give feedback on that, and show it to, to new users, of course. So that, that will be really the one, one of the best help you can make. Try Calva okay. and have this focus on the new, new closure user uh, uh, experience and see, okay, does Calva really support that? And then tell me in the ways it would support it better. Great, Peter. This has been fantastic. So, thank you uh, for all of, for all of the people. Just go, give it a shot, see how you can support Calva. Because as once again, I think the story is amazing. Peter, thank you so much for being on the show, and I catch you next time. It was awesome to be here. Thank you. If you find this podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes or any other platform you're listening to. You can share it on social media with your friends. You can blog about it, discuss it on your own podcast, and you can support it directly by buying my video courses and learning ClojureScript and Clojure at my website, jacekshe.com. That's J-A-C-E-K 
S-C-H-A-E.com. Thank you for your support of this show.